This is episode one of the Money Date Podcast, and I am just so excited to start this journey with you. Inside of this podcast, I share with you why I started this podcast, what is in it for you, and I share share with you some behind the scenes of how I got to this point of teaching and coaching around money and wellness and mindset. So it is a good one. Enjoy. Welcome to the Money Date Podcast. I am your host, Brandy Middleton, accountant, money coach, and wellness influencer. This podcast is all about increasing your bottom line, creating multiple streams of income, and learning to manage your mind and your health so that your bank account becomes a reflection of your true value. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Money Date Podcast. I am your host, Brandy Middleton, accountant, money coach, and wellness influencer. And I am just so excited that you are here with me today. As you heard in the intro, this podcast is all about increasing your bottom line, creating multiple streams of income, and learning to manage your mind and your health so that your bank account is actually a reflection of your true value. So I will be speaking about things like growing and scaling your business, developing raving fans, creating new revenue streams, paying off debt, honoring and safeguarding your health, managing your mind, and so much more. Why am I doing this? Because I really have a vision, right? I have a vision. I want women listening to realize that it is possible. It's possible for you to create a life and business that you desire without letting money be the reason that you can't, but instead the reason that you can, okay? So you'll hear from myself on money and business as well as other powerful women that are examples of what is possible and sharing their success stories with you and with all of us, right? So why me? Like, why am I doing this, right? Um, I've been studying and teaching and doing finance and money for just over 20 years. If I take it back all the way to the beginning, right? So the biggest argument in my household growing up was about money, right? So when I was young, I had made this decision that I was going to learn everything that I could about money, right? So my financial education started at home, right? So it started at home with my mother. My mother is actually a retired accountant and tax professional, and I learned about balancing a checkbook. Um, I attended Kumon to master numbers. I watched all the Carlton Sheets No Money Down programs. Um, And I'd been studying other 11 and 12-year-old prodigies who were investing in the stock market and totally rocking it. I knew from a really young age that I needed to know everything that I could about money because I didn't want what was happening with my parents, these arguments around money, to be in my relationship when I got older. And um, it started there, right? It started just with that, that thought. And so for me, it was a determination. Like that was not going to be my life. And I really equated money with happiness. And so 
ultimately, one of the things that I learned, right, was that money does not equal happiness, right? Happiness equals happiness. But ultimately, at that point in time, I knew that I had to do something so that I could shift this. And, um, you know, many people say that I'm very deep for, right? I was very, very deep, um, even uh, as a young child. And so ultimately, um, I just started learning everything I could about money, right? And when I got to college, um, that's when I first started to really learn about entrepreneurship in a new way, because my, my dad was a lawyer, um, and he had his own business, but it was a very small practice. And so um, I didn't really have, you know, deep re- relationship or understanding or education on entrepreneurship. And so college was kind of my my first step in that direction. And it was after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, which I highly recommend reading if you have not already. And literally, he speaks into uh, his rich dad and his poor dad. And uh, his rich dad was his best friend's dad. And his poor dad was his his father, who was a teacher. And um, as I mentioned, my mom was a teacher. My father was also a teacher, right? So they were both the first in their families to actually go to college, right? And so they literally... Um, shifted things in their own family. And I was that next generation, right? And I was in college, I was learning um, about entrepreneurship. And it was just really powerful for me to learn the cash flow quadrant that Robert Kiyosaki shared. And um, it was really eye opening, right? It was really eye opening to look at the left side of the quadrant and the right side of the quadrant. And it was in that time or at that time in college when I first uh, started my first business endeavor, right? And so at that time, it was network marketing. And um, for those of you that don't know, I was an extremely, extremely shy child. I would still consider myself shy, but I was an extremely shy child. I am an introvert. And so it was a big step for me, right? I was out there speaking to people um, and sharing with them this vision of this company and it was completely new to me and I was petrified of what people thought of me and I was scared and I was shy and I was still pushing through those limiting beliefs and those blocks, right? And so that was my first first step, my first journey into entrepreneurship. And I actually graduated college with... Um, a bachelor's degree in sociology because I love studying and understanding people. And I minored in business management because I knew, right, I knew that I needed to be a business owner. It was one of the things that I learned from reading Robert Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Right? I knew that I wasn't going to be able to create the life that I wanted to create and have that freedom around money, right, at least at this point in time, um, inside of a relationship, if I wasn't a business owner, if I wasn't creating my own time, my own business, and uh, taking the cap off of uh, the limitations of what was possible with what I could create with money. Whereas having a job, you're, you're capped, right? So I knew that I needed to be a business owner. And at that time, I was interning, 
Okay, so I was interning with uh, a few different companies, actually. I was in a program called Inroads that works with minority students that gets them connected with Fortune 500 companies. And I had started really young. So when I was young, I actually, a uh, really funny story, I wanted to be a lawyer because I wanted to be like Elle Woods, right? Um, from Legally Blonde and like go to Harvard and be a lawyer and really just help people, right? And so when I found that within the high school that I wouldn't be able to do an internship through this program without having to go to DC to do law, like I was like dumbfounded, right? So basically what ended up happening is I fell back on what I learned and this this kind of desire, this drive to understand money, right? With the connections that my mom had made through her journey as an auditor and an accountant and a tax professional. And so basically, I started at Ernst & Young as an auditor um, or interning there. And then I moved over to KPMG and I did two internships, uh, two summer internships at KPMG. So it was two summer internships at ENY and two summer internships at KPMG. And so after I graduated from college, I had a full-time offer from KPMG to work there full-time as an auditor. And so what I ended up doing is getting a certificate in accounting at Cal State LA um, because, you know, I had to learn everything I could about money, right? And um, I needed to have those that, that basic background uh, to be able to do the work at the accounting firm, right, at the audit firm. So I was there. Uh, basically for about two years, right? So I was there for about two years at um, this top four audit firm full-time. And I realized something, right? I realized that I was okay with doing this work, but I just didn't, I just didn't love it, right? And um, I started to kind of look for other ways to understand money. I was really passionate about the fact that I was able to see how businesses worked, right? Because I was looking at um, the companies and the materiality, materiality thresholds and um, looking at how they were investing and how they were growing. So all of that was powerful learning and education for me. Um, but sitting in a room locked up for like 16 hours, I was like, eh, right? And come 2008, uh, most of you know what was happening in 2008, there was a lot of layoffs. And so in 2008, I was one of the, the groups of people that got um, laid off. And within a week, I had a position at a financial planning firm. Uh, I was asked by two, and I decided to join the smaller, more boutique firm, independent capital management, and I started working as a financial advisor. And so I did that for about four and a half years. And I loved learning uh, about investing, right? It was so interesting to me. It was so exciting to me, this idea of passive income and residual income and having your money work for you. And this is what um, I was so excited about when I was reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? And so um, I knew I was headed in the right direction. And um, I was so excited to teach and educate and support 
um, families, men, women with these teachings, with this education, right, and help them grow their portfolios. And so um, I was doing that, right? I did that for about four and a half years, right? I did that for about four and a half years. And then I found myself, um, because ultimately as a financial advisor, I was building my own practice. So again, um, I found myself as basically an entrepreneur, right? So I had to find my own clients and I had to get referrals and I had to go through that whole process again as this shy girl. But one of the things that I had also decided when I was young because, you know, fear came up a lot for me. And I decided that I was going to make my fear smaller than myself. And so many of these things that I've actually shared um, so far, there's been points that I decided that I was going to do something that scared me, right? And so this was another one of those things. The first one being that network marketing business that I started in college, right? That was something that scared me, right? You know, now leaving and working at this financial planning firm and going back into entrepreneurship and knowing that there's not the steadiness of a paycheck, but seeing a vision of what I wanted to create and this vision of really understanding and teaching and educating about passive income and residual income and uh, creating a you know future business, right? And so I was just really excited about that. But you know, there was, there was fear there as I was sharing. And so ultimately, um, I learned so much. I learned so much as a financial advisor, taught so much, and was able to really start to make many of my fears smaller than myself and still um, continue to push those limits, right, of um, my own box and uh, push past my comfort zone time and time again. And, you know, as a result, like with anything, you continue to expand that comfort zone, right? So those things that were once scary or that were once hard or difficult become that much more easy. And so I was a financial advisor for four and a half years, and I found myself re-entering the corporate world. I had a client, actually, uh, my cousin, who basically got a record deal with a with Sony, <laughs> with a large company, and um, I was really curious because I'd heard some things that a, her business manager had shared, and I just was really like, mm, that doesn't sound quite right. And so I wanted to learn even more about the music industry. I wanted to learn more about um, royalties and residual income from that uh, world, that aspect, and um, also create some stability for myself. And so what I did is I started applying for jobs. And within six weeks of making that decision, I was hired by Warner Music Group. And so I started working there. um, And I loved it, right? I was there uh, for another four and a half years. And I actually really loved working at Warner Music Group, right? And I worked there as an accountant. And um, I worked in press and distribution, and it was awesome. I made some of my best friends there. It was really fascinating. Um, side note was that I would pass this building when I was an auditor, and 
Um, I didn't know what was in this building, but I would pass the building every day when I was driving to work. And I said every day, I want to work in that building. I had no idea what was being done in that building. And then what is it about? Mm, five or so years later, I'm working in that building. And when I applied to the job, I didn't even know it was in that building. <laughs> that's crazy, right? So um, that's just the power of manifestation, vision, and um, you know, mindset, really just the determination and setting a, a vision for yourself, seeing that and going after it and, and also the universe coming in to do its part, right? So I was working there for about four and a half years um, one of the things that I found in the end was that, again, very similar to when I was at uh, KPMG as an auditor, you know, I'm passionate about money and people understanding how to work with it and how to create revenue streams, right? About entrepreneurship and business, about uh, creating residual and passive income. Those things light me the F up, right? Those things I am so excited about. I was not really excited about the the day-to-day, -day, like, accounting, the language of accounting, right? And that's one of the things that I got to, to be okay with and recognize for myself, right? And so I was good at it. I liked it but I wasn't in love, you know? And so from that standpoint, I started, started to really see a vision for what I could create, right? For myself, for my own business. And um, in the midst of all this, I had done and been involved either through family or friends, um, a few other network marketing businesses as well. So I had seen a lot of different um businesses, their compensation plans, how they worked, I'd worked within them. Um, and so I've had a lot of experience in business, in corporate America, um, in financial advising, in accounting, audit. And um, I had also been certified as an NLP practitioner, master NLP practitioner. I've been certified as a yoga instructor um, because, you know, mindset is so powerful to so many things. And I've learned that and I've seen that in my own life and in others, right? And wellness is, is so important, right? How we show up is a reflection of, of our state, which is directly affected by our beliefs and values or basically what we're physically doing, right? So our physical actions or what we're physically doing can then affect our state, right? What's on the outside. So ultimately, all those things um, kind of intertwine and uh, I built a business around that that vision for myself um, that I have of really educating on money and finance and marrying that with wellness, right? And mindsets and managing your mind. 
So today, um, you know, I really believe that our bodies are a natural ability to heal when we give it what it needs and our brain's capacity to create powerful change in our lives when we actually learn to manage our mind, right? So today as an accountant, money coach, and wellness influencer, I really help conscious natural girls create new revenue streams so they can pay off debt, create financial stability, and live a naturally vibrant life. So the cool thing about this is I've really been able to marry my passion for all things natural wellness with my substantial education and experience with finance, money, business, and personal development. And so I just want to leave you with a few things uh, from today. So one, your journey to better understanding money is going to be as much an internal journey, right? A learning to manage your mind as well as it is an external journey, right? The technical stuff, right? And some lessons, right? Money does not equal happiness. Happiness equals happiness. Money is simply energy and you exchange value for value. That is it, right? We do not really want money. You might be like, what? (laughs) But I promise you, you don't actually want money, right? You don't want green pieces of paper or whatever color paper they are in in your side of the world, right? We do not actually really want money. What we want are experiences, happiness and joy included, right? So that's what we really want. We want to have great experiences. So in the end, that is really what this podcast is about. It's about helping you create great experiences in your life and we're doing that by showing you how to better understand money business your mind right your wellness so that you can come together with all of those things and in the end create a life that you are absolutely lit up about right that you're absolutely lit up about So, my question to you is, are you ready for those experiences? And are you ready to better understand money? If so, you're in the right place. Continue to join me each week on this podcast, the Money Date Podcast, so that I and others can show you how to and how we have created lives that we absolutely love, experiences that we choose, and learn more about money, mindset, and wellness. Until next time, I'll see you then. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, 
please take a minute to take a screenshot and share with me your biggest takeaway from today's episode over on Instagram stories. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. When you share, rate, review, and subscribe, I am able to learn what resonates with you most and thus cater my content to you even more. And I get to get this out to more people that need it. So thank you. I appreciate and love you so, so very much.